dun dun gon 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 dun wish i could wish i could wish i could gon dun wish i could wish i could wish i could gon dun wish i could wish i could wish i could gon dun wish i could wish i could wish i could gon dun wish i could wish i could wish i could gon dun i wish i could stay but you and i know wish i could wish i could it's just not the same You are listening to the Loopy Amber McLean. Cause I don't know what it is. Something's gotta change, something's gotta give. I'm only leaving cause I don't know what it is. Something's gotta change, something's gotta give. I'm only leaving cause I don't know what it is. Something's gotta change, something's gotta give. I'm only leaving cause I don't know what it is. Something's gotta change, something's gotta give. I'm only leaving cause I don't know what it is. Something's gotta change, something's gotta give. I'm only leaving cause I don't know what it is. Something's gotta change, something's gotta give. I'm only leaving cause I don't know what it is. Something's gotta change, something's gotta give. I'm only leaving cause I don't know what it is. always thrilled to have this lady in the studio. I've got so much affection for her that it's officially creepy. Um, Amber McLean has uh, has become someone very important in my life, um, even though it just sounds like I'm making it up right now. So here's the thing. Um, Amber introduced me to real musicians a long time ago, and those musicians introduced me to other real musicians, and so on, and so on. It's like a hair commercial. Like a <laughs> do you remember that commercial? Which, and they told two friends. And they said, and they oh, told yeah, two I do, friends. I do. Yeah. yeah. Amber, mm-hmm. we had a great chat the other day. We Thank did. you so much for that. Good to see you. Congratulations on producing Offspring again. Thank you. Yeah, baby number two. I'm done now. 
Really? Yeah. We'll do fur babies after this, I think. <laughs> Cats and dogs. <laughs> I got a fish. Is that straight? Yeah, that start? works. That works. <laughs> totally works. What's been going on uh, other than having a child? I don't, I don't think anything else can go on when you have a child. This is basically, officially, I realized <clears> next, <throat> next week it will be a year since this whole fiasco. 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 <laughs> <laughs> baby fiasco. That's great. I love it. <laughs> the, the baby fiasco started. So um, not much. I've, yeah. uh, I've been doing a little bit of writing. Um, my, my daughter doesn't seem to be too fond of loud singing in my house, so I've had to keep things on the down low a little bit. Speaking of that, Tim, are we set up with everything? What do you mean? What I need is, can you grab hubby and baby and oh, put them in sure, the booth? That, so yeah. we can all look at so them. So we can and stare at them. Laugh, First thing Amber says is, them. I said, why don't you put the family in the booth? <laughs> She's like, well, is the booth soundproof? Because my <laughs> husband cries a lot. <laughs> yeah, he does. yeah, we're both crying a lot right now. <laughs> um, how's the sleep? Uh, there isn't a lot, hmm. but... Um, How old I'm, is the younger one again? She's two months old. Good night. Yeah, I know. No, not good night. No, sorry. Yeah. All hours, yeah. all the time. Yeah. 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 Not a lot of sleep, but that's okay. That's My body's ready for it. Prepared. Okay. Yeah. Do you, Does it impact you creatively, uh, being a mother? And I mean, it's got to, but I guess what I'm trying to ask is, with your hormones being right out of whack, <laughs> does it make for good songwriting? They're always out of whack. I don't know what to tell you about. <laughs> um, I don't really notice that. It's, it's actually funny that you say it. I don't think I notice a difference. I notice a difference in the sense that I'm, I'm, a l- I'm thinking a little more about... Um, you know the children and the kind of planet that we're leaving the children. I, I don't think that's a perspective that I ever really had. So you're getting all you're getting all we are the world. Getting all we are the world. But I was warned quite heavily from a few friends. That they just said, "Now that you have kids, don't go. You know, don't, don't stop writing those angry songs. <laughs> those really, you know, digging into the depths of the d- terribleness of the world." So I'm. I mean, I, I don't. I, I think. Uh, I think I'm just a little more sensitive. Yeah. Well, that's nice. More I'm trying to be more sensitive too. <laughs> See, look at look oh, yeah. at what I made. Look at the baby. Uh, Hello, baby. And his beard. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a Jay's My fan, baby so. and his beard. Look, she's ADDing on something over there. Oh yeah, she is. She, well, she's, she's my kid. Very she's observant like child. It. It's not genetic yeah. at all, apparently. No. But, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Um, okay, so. Uh, uh, before we get into the the first song that you're going to perform live yeah. here in studio, which is just kind of a secret to both of us, um, <laughs> you grew up in a cult. I did. Oh, well, you're just going to pull it right on out there, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Because we yes, haven't sir. talked about this on air, have we? No, never. No. Is it we- like? Do you? Is it weird bringing it up right uh, now? No, because no, because I trust you and I know you, and if I don't want to answer anything, I yeah. won't. Um, I don't talk about it a lot. Why? If I. Uh, is it embarrassing? No, it's not embarrassing. I think it's just a really big subject, and I think a lot of people have a lot of questions. So, I mean, occasionally it'll be at the end of a dinner party after I've had three glasses of wine, and somebody <laughs> right. say, so, hey, where do you come from? And I'll bring it up, and then it's I like, come wow. come from a cult. So put on a <laughs> pot of coffee. We're going to be here for another three hours. Right. So um, I don't talk about it a lot. It's come up a lot more, I think, um, in the last few years now that I'm, I'm raising two children, and I'm looking at uh, you know where I came from and what I'm – what I'm going to pass on to them and what I'm mm. not. Mm-hmm. And uh, would we? Yeah. Know, would would the world know the, this cult? Uh, I think. I, and I, hold I, on, two questions. Sorry, yeah, I have to ask yeah, them yeah. both at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Would the world know this cult? And B, um, is it a cult according to you, or is it a cult? It is a um, It's. I think in the in the definition of the word cult, it would definitely be. It would fit. Okay. Um, I the people who are no longer involved. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm really going to get in trouble for this. 
Uh, well, we're not naming names here. <laughs> no, but. no, but I, I, I know that the, there's some people that are no longer involved that call themselves um, affectionately the ex-culties. Right. Um, and there are people that are still involved that are really beautiful people, so I want to be careful about how I... How See, but I, this is why I wanted to ask you about this, yeah. because you still stink of... I, this is a phrase I use I quite... No, you stink of grace when it comes to talking about those that are still involved. Yeah. See, if I was involved in a cult yeah. and I'm not involved in the cult, I would look at those involved in the cult and go... You guys are nuts. Well, I get can, out. I can still think there, there, there's, there's nutty things about but it. But you for don't sure. speak harshly of them. I can't. I this can't. is what I like about you. Well, it, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be fair to the people, right? There, I mean, everybody, everybody does what they. I mean, not everybody. I think the majority of people that I know do things with, you know, with love in their heart, and they do things from a good place. So whether or not um, they're getting something that is that is um, uh, enriching them. Hmm. In their lives, and that's that's for them. It wasn't for our family, and we. Uh, what made what made it culty? Other. Sorry, I, I stepped on you there. Oh my gosh, um, many things. Um, I don't know. Be specific. Well, when people say I don't want to hang out with you guys anymore, I want to leave. How do they treat the um, leavers? Some leavers were not treated very well. I do know that a lot of people are ostracized when they left. Um, you're you're basically told what to think, kind of where to live, who to marry, who not to marry, what to wear. Um, there it was there was a lot of control. There was a lot of control over. <laughs> a lot of control. Right. It's creak 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 in that chair over there. Um, it was it was it was a really really controlled life. Hmm. Yeah, you were told where to spend your money, who to give your money to. Um, but you, this, this all went down when you were a kid, so you weren't really uh, aware of this. Were I you? Was, I we left when I was about fourteen. Oh, sorry, yeah, I thought 14. it was. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, I went my on my thirtieth birthday. I was like, oh, I lived half of my life in a cult and half of that. I was, I was really. Um, I felt like when I left, I was about fifteen. There's still things that people will talk about, and I'll be like, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, you don't know that. You'd like, right. <laughs> you don't know that. That was so 1985, and I have absolutely no idea <laughs> what they're talking about because I was pretty sheltered. I was pretty sheltered. So. One of the things that stands out about this being a cult is yeah. that it was pretty much run by one guy. Yes. And anything that's run by one guy. Yeah, yeah. You got to, especially when it involves religion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and the and the power that this that that you guys gave him gave him. Yeah, I think that is that's key there. Yeah, he was given. Why was power. he given that much power? Um, if you were to ask, I've seen his picture. Yeah, it can't be that. If you were to ask, <laughs> this is why I love you. If you were to ask my mother, who I mean, I think I can speak for her, and because I've asked her before, um, I think in the beginning um, of the congregation or, or when it started, when everybody started to form around this one character, I think there was a lot of um, uh, people wanting to have a, a belief, a, a spiritual falling that was evolving, and he was speaking a lot of. You know, it was it was in the '60s. Everybody was talking about love, and everybody was talking about you know how to support and, and love one another, and, right. and there should be peace amongst you know your brother and your sister. So I think in the beginning there was. Um, so he sold Kumbaya really well. I think so. Yeah, I should just carry around a pocket Drew. You can kind of take all my wordiness and streamline it into like quotes. <laughs> yeah, that's what you want. Sound bites from me. <laughs> pocket Drew. Um, <laughs> Drew Drewisms. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Was there, well, and we got to get to this uh, live music thing, because that's actually why you're here. Was there hurt done by this guy? Was there harm done by this guy? Or was it just people that were mis- 
misinformed, misled, misdirected, and then they figured it out and and went, okay, we need to get out of here. I think it's fair to say there was a lot of hurt done. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And like I mean, criminal I, hurt. I think I can say that that is true. Although I would not be able to offer you proof right now. But right. yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I um, and again, I'm being very careful. I'm being yes. Very and, careful. And, and and I and I think there are a lot of people that are not involved anymore that feel like there was a, there were years stolen from them. But right. I mean, but they're very they're very um, quick to also admit that they gave those years away. So. You know, you are where you've allowed yourself to be, right? Is the leader still alive? No, he's passed. When? A few years. I would say maybe 10 years ago now. Has that made a difference? Oh, wait. So the leader's not alive, but people are still part of the yes. of the, yes. the, the the gang. Yes. All over. All over the place. What do you mean all over the world? Uh, I would yeah, in Yeah. There, there are pockets of people in Europe. Um, in Toronto, there are in Vancouver. And do they sort of... Would they... Uh, okay, I'll say. Would they worship him? I would say yeah, his word. It's, Worship his word. Yeah, yeah. His his uh, his transcripts were studied, and but he didn't say stuff like, you know, I'm Jesus or anything. I wouldn't say I'm I ever. God. I wouldn't say I ever heard him say that, but he definitely alluded to being a channeler of such. A channeler of JC. I would say I would say that's fair to, to say. Wow. Yeah. What was the weirdest thing you saw? You witnessed? You? Oh man! If you can share. Uh, Obviously, no names or whatever. I think the weirdest thing I saw was, oh, man, this is, my mom's going to ask me about this when I get home. Um, What, she doesn't know that you saw this? No, she knows I saw it. We've talked about this before. I've just never been as, I've never been this open about it before, so it's kind of a little cathartic here. Well, you're not having any more kids, so just let her go. Oh, yeah, just let her go. Um, I think Ah. the weirdest thing I saw, um, and I was, I I knew from a young age that I didn't want to be there. So for me, even at a very young age, I just didn't get it. I didn't get what was happening. And I mean, I understood what was happening, but I just, yeah. it wasn't me. That wasn't where I wanted to be. And so he would, um, he would throw things into the, into the congregation after he was finished his unfoldment, as they called them. And um, he threw some candies. And I guess the idea was that if something had been touched by him, it was blessed or graced or whatever. And just watching all these grown-ups fall over one another the grown-ups went after the candy oh yeah the kids didn't it wasn't the kids were all <laughs> okay the i'm sorry i did not think you were going that no, uh, just it was watching all these these people it was almost like at the when a bridal bouquet is thrown you know sure or the garter yeah it was kind of like that sorry. and i remember being i was about seven years old and i remember watching this thinking this is a little nuts to me that that all these people are scrambling for a piece of of something that was yeah. touched by him were their elbows thrown I don't remember elbows being thrown. I just remember somebody tripping and falling, and then me kind of thinking, "This is for candy. We wouldn't get away. We wouldn't get away with this in public school." You know? No, <laughs> be, that's interesting. He sent to your desk and told to sit there until you figured out. What so you did. interesting. Yeah, it was just interesting. There was a lot of people vying for his attention and vying for his um, wanting to be his most loved. Sure. You know. Sure. And um, our family it wasn't for my family. We were very involved. So um, once my dad and my mom decided that they weren't. Uh, they weren't that wasn't their path anymore mm-hmm. we uh we were let go and we didn't they didn't come after us to come back so wow but 15 yeah. well let's uh let's get into uh, are you okay are you okay <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm okay there's anxiety tag over here <laughs> who's listening oh my god no one listens to this show you know that <laughs> of course they do you're the most you're the most widely listened to yeah, ever, ever ever of any radio show in the history of radio um it's really weird looking at myself on this camera right in front of me. Last Don't time it was how I feel. <laughs> editing it <laughs> afterwards. No, I have to look at you the whole. Thing All right, I get it. Yeah, okay. Um, let's do a song. Sure. Shall how we? many songs are we doing today? Because I have a. 
I, I don't know. We can do two? No, uh, three. Two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I just, I'm trying to plan my set here. You okay, know. yeah. No, because you we got we can be chatty you and I as well, right? Yeah. Like some people, some musicians are not the greatest conversationalists, and they have to do five songs. Is it you or them? <laughs> and, oh, see, the burns already started. He just got home. Wow. I missed you. What is that <laughs> thing you have in your hand? This is a little mandolin. And are you excited about how the mandolin sounds? I am. It actually sounds quite nice. I'm not a very good player of such mandolin, um, but uh, my hubby bought it for me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play it. And it's a Fender, even. It is. Look how sassy it looks with this little, you know, <laughs> holes and the. Yeah. I'm not swearing there. Can we push? Can we, <laughs> can we push that other <laughs> mic over too, please? I want to use both. Is that all right? Sure. All right. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's give it a, just a little bit of mandolin check, please. Mandolin check. Can you hear that in your cans? Yeah. Yeah. yeah? This is great. Yeah. Okay. Do you want any more volume in your ears? No. Okay. You're no. like the easiest artist in the world to deal with. I've been told that before. Tell, tell, <laughs> tell us oh, about... Oh, the easiest artist, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on. That's okay. um, what are we doing? What's the song? Well, I thought I would sing, seeing as I have my little Frankie, my little daughter Frankie here. Um, I wrote this for my grandfather, um, who is also named Frankie. So she's named after him. And um, he, uh, I can tell a little bit of the story, but he wouldn't, um, this is going to sound really awful, but he wouldn't die. So he was, <laughs> he just, w- it was, uh, it's very funny. We, uh, it was about a, over a period of a one or two years and he, um, we would get a call from the hospital and they'd say, okay. It's time. It's time to gather the family. And we, you know, people would fl- not fly in, but actually, no, that's not true. People did fly in and we'd all gather around his bed and we'd hold hands and we'd say goodbye. You, you know, it's, we love you and go, it's time to go see Nana and let go. And, and then, you know, we get a call two days later saying, well, your grandfather ate a Twinkie. It looks like he's going to be okay. <laughs> and uh, he did this for about two years and he would, he would be on death's door and then he would, he would come back and it was really str- stressful for my mom who was his primary caregiver and. And uh, for all of us who, you know, were afraid to go away on that really long weekend because you didn't know if that was going to be the time. And he was very important to a lot of us. And so I, w- I went away for Christmas one year. And my mom called me and she said, it's Christmas Eve. Your, your grandfather's going to go. And I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. No. I'll see him on New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he passed Christmas Eve. He passed his... Then uh, how did you feel? I felt, uh, felt a little bad. But I stayed up um, that night and I wrote him this song. Beautiful. Live on the Drew Marshall Show, our very good friend, Amber McLean. You are my family with 
with your branches and your leaves. These roots were planted by your mother's heart and mine. So wrap your arms around and tell this ancient story. Marshall Show. Thank you. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so I forgot that you were actually really good. Oh. Ah. <laughs> totally oh, forgot that. Thanks. No, because I, I just, you know, I just like you, and then I, oh yeah, she's a really good musician. Huh. Thanks. Not a great mandolin player, but you know, I'm getting better. But that's the point of the mandolin, so you, you don't have to be that good. <laughs> I know a lot of great mandolin players. Don't tell people that. kill you. So, okay. Okay. Do you think that... Um, Somebody just breathe deeply. Who was that? I just heard a deep breath, like, <laughs> b- pausing in the middle of my, uh, my... I'm a little ADD. What, what I'm really ADD me? today. Do you think that... Um, I have asked you this before, but uh, yeah. songwriting and creativity and all mm-hmm. that kind of thing, uh, the, what would be the top three impetus? What would be the top three um, conductors of creativity, do you think? For, for me or for the world? Well, for you, and then we'll see how the world feels. <gasps> well, you got to be a little crazy. A little cray-cray. I think you got to be a little cray-cray. Okay. Um, I think you have to be. It's in order to be any kind of artist. I think you have to be a very sensitive, sensitive person. I don't think mean you know overly sensitive as we think of that you know term. But you have to be someone who kind of dives into the the depths of every emotion and every um, every feeling. And and um, <clears throat> because I think to truly understand um, and to be able to carve out those things and create those things, you have to be able to understand a lot of ways. Walking somebody else's shoes, for instance, you know, you have to be able to try and experience, if not physically um mentally uh, another perspective or another person's you know viewpoint or that's just my opinion i mean i don't know i don't know is that five things that i should yeah, I think <laughs> if you could just summarize a little bit please uh number one we only have uh, 20 <laughs> minutes left in the show so um, so a little uh, can we say unbalanced I, I because i actually believe that being unbalanced is the key to, to finding balance i would totally agree with you i would totally agree with you yeah, I think there has to be in kind of imbalance before you find that balance. And um, <laughs> you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> what's with all the noises in the studio? <laughs> okay, um, what's, an, what's another thing? Um, ooh, another thing. Um, I think you have to be, I'm just making this up as I go because I didn't give questions before. I think you have to be uh, the type of person that is malleable, that is willing to change, that is willing to grow, that is willing to... Teachable. Um, teachable. Teachable, yeah, for sure, for sure. 
because um, you, I mean, I know there's so many times that I've s sat down to, you know, write a song about something that I think, and then I'll either read something or I'll, or somebody will give an opinion on something that I may or may not care about or want to hear or whatever, but it will ultimately ch change um, where I'm coming from or, or maybe mm -hmm. uh, give me a different color that I didn't think was going to go into yeah. that. So eyes wide open. Eyes wide open. Yeah, observant and, and yeah. Uh, being a student of life yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, three, last one. Holy smokes. I know, I know, um, you can do it. Just breathe. <laughs> I have that tattoo on my back. Did oh, I do you? Okay. <laughs> um, wow. Wow. So what do we hit? We hit, uh, you have to be able to change and evolve with grace. No, I didn't say that. Okay, but um, that works. Um, a little bit cray-cray. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Are there three? Isn't that Can it? Can I Is throw one out? Yeah, do it. You have to be willing to stare into the darkness. Oh, yeah. That's the cray-cray part. Well, it goes, okay, you yeah. can't. Everything I say, you're going to say, yeah, but I've already said that. It was in part number one. Yeah. I was, you know, I had a, and she, she may or may not be listening. I have one of my dearest, dearest friends. Her name is Sharon McLean. Oddly, was my mom's name. Sorry, did you say up. Shirley McLean? Sharon. No, wouldn't that be great, though? Shirley. Here she is. Well, you just described Shirley. A little cray-cray um, and a little, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my friend Sharon McLean, we, we met when we were young, and, and she's also had the same name as my mom, so it was funny to have a best friend named Sharon McLean. And we got into this really, really big, like, adult fight. And it lasted about two years. We didn't speak for a while. And she called me crazy. Hmm. And at the time, I remember thinking, A, that it was unfair. And B, Wait, she was serious? Like she, she didn't serious. go, oh, she you're was, crazy. She just said, you're crazy. You're crazy. Oh. And I, it, was more, it was more coming from, uh, she asked me a question. We were out to dinner with some friends. And she asked me a question. And I answered it. And she just said, well, what? You don't, you don't think that you have any... You, you don't have any real responsibilities. Or, and it wasn't about a person necessarily. It was just a decision I had made in my life. And I just said, you know what? I'm not, af I'm not afraid to make mistakes. I'm not afraid to do stuff that others might seem stupid. And, yeah. and, um, and if I'm going to fall on my butt, I'm going to fall on my butt. And then I'm going to be the one to deal with the bruises. So what does, it, what does it matter if I make a decision that you think is a little bit crazy? And, uh, and that was just the whole thing. That was, it was just being told that somebody else thought that what I was doing in my life was crazy. And I thought, and at the end of it, we ended up making up and she didn't really apologize, but she, she stood by her, you know, what she had said and her understanding mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. And it still didn't, it still didn't falter me. Like it, you know, we are responsible for our own decisions and our own choices. And mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter if somebody thinks that what you're doing is, I mean, provided you're not hurting somebody else or yourself, right? Like I have so many questions for you. <laughs> oh no. So many questions. <laughs> Let me just do a little blah, okay. blah here. Blah, blah. Do you mind? Okay. No. Uh, some things need to be felt rather than summed up with words. Some things are better understood by that shiver down your spine, that smile on your face, or that tear that sneaks down your cheek. Whatever soul means to you, experiencing the music of Amber McLean may just leave you with a new definition. And that's who we've been chatting with is Amber McLean. Her name is A-M-B-R-E, <laughs> or as our intern called you earlier, Ombre. That's okay. Love it. Life affliction. Love it. <laughs> Amber McLean, uh, dot com is the website. Amber mm -hmm. McLean, that's A-M-B-R-E and uh, M-C-L-E-A-N. Mm -hmm. Amber, uh, can you do a song? Yeah, sure. I, right? I learned one for you. You what? 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 I learned a song for you. Like someone else wrote it and you learned it? I, she's my favorite, favorite, favorite person, um, singer-songwriter in the entire world. And um, she has this song that I thought was very um, kind of in uh, in the same theme-ish of you and your journey that you just went on. Well, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Can we swing that other mic again, Timmy? Is that okay? Or is that in the shot? A little bit. A little bit. Oh, then don't worry about it. Okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah. This will be louder because it's, it's hollow body. Mm-hmm. I'm a ain't, hollow. Ain't hollow. no hollow body. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to make that same joke. <laughs> this is why we're friends. Oh, boy. 
All right. Uh, what's the song called again? It's called uh, Up to the Mountain. Beautiful life mm-hmm. on the Drew Marshall Show. Our very good friend, Amber McLean.
Amber McLean, beautiful, beautiful stuff. You actually, uh, two things happened for me in that song. One is uh, I had a shiver, and I don't have shivers. I don't, you know, it just doesn't happen to me. (laughs) Except when Tim touches me. (laughs) Um, And the other thing that happened was um, I closed my eyes and dropped into that song, and I forgot to look at the meters and stuff, and you know, just keep control of the soundboard. Um, Okay, I'm going to put this on you. How do people describe your talent how do people describe your vocals your yeah how do people describe amber mclean the performer i don't i don't i don't know don't my even bio? Bi- i didn't write that by no the way, not, so not no bio. what have people said to you come up and said to you um, what's the common thing like for me they go people say drew you are an idiot right i hear that a lot i what i think i've heard most <laughs> out of my you don't hear that have i said that no. i've never said that um i've heard a lot in my life that People are wonder how I how grateful I am that I have a gift. I hear that a lot, and I think um, and for me, I was bo- I was born into a family a family of music. My mother was a wonderful singer songwriter. I mean, is I guess still. And my father is the same, and they both um, they both uh, are wonderful singers. So I grew up with um, hearing music and song in my mind and in my little baby soul, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, and so for me, it was something that just happened naturally and and um, and I, and I do and I do think of it as a gift. I don't want to take away from that from that um, that compliment because it is definitely a compliment. Um, but it for me, it's like a, it's a, it's my voice, right? So uh, it's, it's how I communicate. It's how I express myself. Um, I've had people tell me that they I have a way of of um, singing to them that they get in touch with a part of themselves that they've forgotten. Mm-hmm. I've heard that a lot. And that's that's exactly what I want to do. So if that's if that's what's being you know taken and, and absorbed by by it, then uh, high five. I asked you this on the phone, but we're going to do it on air. Okay. Um, do you owe any thanks to growing up in a cult for shaping oh, yeah. who you are? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Oh, well, I think. I, I think. Dear you, cult, thank you dear for. Dear cult, thank you for. Um, <laughs> there's my book. There's the book. All right. Um, well, I think any anything that you go you go through, whether or not they're they're positive things that you take from it or negative things. No, you have and, to, but, oh, so I do want to specify not negative yeah. things that you've turned into lemonade. No, no, no. no I no, mean, you're right, you're uh, right. did they put on? Did they? Did you? Did you learn some positive stuff from them? Well, yeah, I, I was surrounded by really like-minded, wonderful people. So I think um, I think I was able to. I was able, I was brought up in an environment that you know, regardless of what was ha- what was was the marionette thing was happening. Mm. Um, I think that all these people were um, were like minded and they were brought together to to um, because they were so. And there were a lot of really kind and generous and and um, creative and mm. um, you know whether they be musicians or painters or or. Um, or dancers or whatever they were all brought together so I was surrounded by that all the time do you think there's a God I think oh wow we've never we've been friends for a long time we've never done this this is why um, we're friends though because people expect me to go down this road with in every stinking conversation and I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't be so bold as to say I know what that means I think and, and that's not that's not to say that that's not okay for everybody anybody else to have their own beliefs or whatever I just I think there's something and I think it is really great and I and I think it is quite a, a powerful thing that's that's brought us here 
I just don't know if I can even put a name to it because I don't know what that is. I just know it's bigger than me. And, but do, um, you, do you have, again, you know, what role did growing up in the cult, what role did that play in in your spiritual awareness these days? Because some people, if they'd grown up in, in some of the wacky stuff yeah. that you may have grown up in, yeah. would do the about face and say, eh, it's all baloney. No, I never did that. I just, where I went with it is that whatever we were trying to do there was just completely misunderstood. And that there was there was a lot of misdirection and there was a lot of or 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 a lot of onus put on this thing to give you the direction that you needed when a lot of it comes from self too and I'm not to say that that's you know we I mean there I don't want to say we are God but there there um, I think there's there, there's a deep connection with us and you know some people call it the universe some people call yeah. it the creator the maker but, but I don't know what it is I don't know what the name is I don't I, I even feel bad saying it I just don't want to say he she or I just think there's something great, and um, we need to honor that in our lives and in and the people that we love and the things that we do for one another and and um, how we treat ourselves and the earth. And, and um, I don't necessarily think that I, I know what that is for me or what I would call it. I can't put myself in a, a religion or read it from a book or mm-hmm. be able to exp- say, well, I found this here. Here's my footnote. You know? Has there been one religion in the world that, you've, that has intrigued you more than any others or not really? Um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say hasn't intrigued me because I think it all intrigues me. I was just, we were just having a conversation, my husband and I, and I just said when the, when the little ones get old enough. Well, this is where I, okay, this is exactly where I'm heading in this. Yeah, I want to, um, I want to treat them to a bit of everything. And I think there's, I think there's truth in everything. So, so you're going to take them to the Buddhist temple? You're yeah, going to take them to the Hindu? Absolutely. Take them to the Church absolutely. of Satan? And no, not that. Maybe not the Church of Satan. But you know, you, I mean, if I had, if Why? I had, if I met a good one, <laughs> if I met, a good I don't know. I'm, everyone's pretty tight lipped about that religion. I think is is it a religion? Can you call it that or belief system yeah, or whatever? Sure. Um, I had a, I had a very good friend of mine. Not had. He still is a very good friend of mine. But he um, worked for um, a boys' home, and he did a, a world religions. Uh, um, a month with them and he took them and these are boys that are coming from really really troubled homes and they're you know a lot of them are there because they've been appointed by the court sure, yeah crown or, wards or their parents have put them there because they cannot live in the home mm-hmm. for whatever reason and he uh he took these boys and he took them to a mosque he took them to a prayer group he took them to um I'm surprised he was allowed to do that yeah he was allowed they, i mean it was you know they had to they had to work it out the legalities and stuff right, right, but right. Um, he took them to a sweat lodge he took them to all these things to give them an, a deeper understanding of you know where that where faith comes from and hmm. and you know and just to see if there's something that resonated with each one of these boys because they all came from different backgrounds hmm. and i thought that was amazing i thought that was really incredible that he would think to do that hmm. and i thought that um you know i think there's two there's so much wrapped up in in us wanting to believe that we have the we have it right yeah. over anybody else and i think there's a huge danger in that because we don't know who has anything right we i mean what what's right love is right right you know when you've done something that is that is kind to another person and that is not kind to another person i think those are the really the the tiny cells of what should make up the whole thing right and um did that, did that answer your question <laughs> i'm uh, add yeah. i can't even <laughs> remember the question what huh I want to give them a little bit of everything. Right. You know, in our home, the golden rule is the biggest. And well, see, this is where I'm going. So when 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 we walk around in this planet and pontificate mm-hmm. about our beliefs or lack of beliefs or whatever yeah. else, yeah. man, things get tested when you get chilling. Yeah. When chilling come into your life, yeah, you you gotta you know. Well, where are we going to take them to? What my I grew up in? Are we going to take them to what you grew up in? Yeah. Are we gonna yeah. are we gonna make them? Are we gonna? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Right? Yeah. I mean, what yeah. do you do? 
Um, we in our house are are we have a belief that that kindness is important, love is important, that um, having empathy for your 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 friends and your family and your brothers and your sisters is very important. Um, kindness being that kindness is kindness a religion because that is our that is our main you know umbrella that we live under in our home and and the golden rule. And those are those are important things. And I have a little five year old boy who is is one of the most sensitive and beautiful and thoughtful and caring little boys. And he um, he's grown up by honestly that's part it's part nature and it's mostly nature and it's part nurture. But we're gonna raise our little girl in the same way. Hmm. <sighs> hmm. I feel all warm and warm fuzzy. and fuzzy. <laughs> yeah, let's do let's go out with a song. Uh, okay. One more song here, please, okay. Amber McLean. Okay, because that's again why you're here. You're a talented musician. Um, but you can talk as much as i can okay yeah we could do this forever we're gonna talk after too <laughs> we are we should, we should put that on facebook live hercules hercules <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing um i wrote a love song for my hubby oh um before we were married oh hey you know what though it's actually been sung at a bunch of other people's weddings so i feel like I wrote it for other people this is beautiful if anybody can do love songs uh, with authenticity and and uh, <laughs> and sweetness, without making it go over the edge, it's Amber <laughs> McLean live on the Drew Marshall Show. Hey guys, it's really good to see you. So good to see you. Okay. All right. Oh
Amber McLean, knocking it out of the park. Thank you, Amber McLean. Thank, thank you, you for Marta. thank you for being our first uh, recording artist performing live on the Drew Marshall Show for season fourteen and the very first show. Thank you for asking for being well. being my post Camino thrill. <laughs> the post-camino. You're my post Camino thrill. That just <laughs> what? I don't. All right, folks. That is the end of our show. Thank you so much for joining us this Saturday and enduring our nonsense and uh, button pushing fiascos. Uh, you know, we've been off for a while and. Hopefully we'll get better at it. It's only it's only season fourteen. Give us a break. Ready? This is it. This is the big right, okay, this is the big go. goodbye. Okay. You ready? All right. I worked this out really hard. Hey, listen. My name is Drew Marshall. Thanks for listening in Buen Camino. Why the poor unfed? But if I don't toe the party line, it'd be better if I were dead. I am a liberal backslider. Slider.